Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, gather around. It's time for another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is September 7th, 2021, and we are talking El Salvador's Bitcoin revolution. That's right. I am out of town this week, so if the recording sounds kind of off, sorry in advance. <laughs> no, seriously, history will be made today as El Salvador becomes the first country in the world to adopt the Bitcoin as legal tender, if you haven't heard. El Salvador has over 70% of the population and they don't have a bank account. But as of today, they have Bitcoin. That's right. If you don't know, their president gave everybody $30 of Bitcoin in their Chivo wallet, which which means goat. <laughs> but uh, when they're doing this, they're basically fostering tangible prosperity. If you look at it for what it means is, as an educational value, um, this is what will guarantee the conditions of stability and economic change for the people in El Salvador. Ultimately, solutions like Bitcoin provides better jobs and investments for the generations that are growing up now. It's not something that's going to change rapidly here in the next 24 to 72 hours, right? You know, you know, we've seen Bitcoin evolve over the past 10 years. Uh, so something like this that gets adopted in El Salvador is going to take some time. Uh, I think everybody's expecting this to happen like within less than, you know, a week to three months. And it's just like, no, this is going to take years. We probably won't see, a, you know, real impact, you know, at least, you know, probably another five to seven years from now. Right. I would say by the end of the decade, we'll really see how Bitcoin really changed El Salvador. You know, the day before Bitcoin was officially declared legal tender, El Salvador, the president, announced that the country had bought 200 BTC. And then and then here recently, which was as of today, he tweeted out, it says, it appears the discount is ending. And he, he basically said that kind of what happened is Bitcoin dumped, you know, uh, as of this morning. And it, it went from like 52K to, I don't know, uh, 46k and basically in, in, in all sense of a word everybody was going to be buying 30 dollars of bitcoin it was going to be this whole thing and you know I, I really don't like getting behind these things me personally I, I'm, I'm not the type of person that wants to rally behind a whole pump i think it's i think it's cool to each their own you know i, I think it's something we should celebrate but i'm not going to go and try to pump the price of bitcoin that's not what we do here um but I still think it's pretty cool. And and ultimately, uh, <laughs> Nahib Bukele, who's the president, he said, thanks for the dip, IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund. Um, he said, we saved a million in printed paper. El Salvador now holds 550 Bitcoin. He basically bought the dipped. <laughs> he bought the dip and um, and he bought more Bitcoin. So El Salvador as a country holds 550 Bitcoin as of today and that's crazy if you think about it right because 
if you if you if you kind of look forward into the future, we know we're going to reach a hyper Bitcoinization here in the very near future, I would say within 10 years. Right. And if they truly become the first country that does this, I don't think we're ever going to see <laughs> another country being, uh, you know, in, in the very you know near future, I would say within the next 10, 15 years. I don't think we're ever going to see a country be able to hold that much Bitcoin, you know, much less be able to buy that, you know, in a single day without, you know, shaking the entire world economy. It's crazy. And, you know, and they are creating a new tradition of hope in El Salvador by doing this. Um, but they do this first by making peace with the past. You know, we talked about this, you know, on our first episode back here in season five, you know, so they can hope for a better future. And, and I think Nahib is doing this for his country. And there's a lot of people that are protesting against it. You know, of course, right? They just don't trust their president. They don't trust their government. And, you know, why should they, right? You, if you go back and listen to that first episode that we covered for Thriller Bitcoin, they have a long history of corruption within their government. And it's it's rightly, rightly so, right? You can go back and look at the history and read the articles on Thriller Bitcoin. You can see that um, there is a lot there that they... That they have to, you know, they have to come to terms with. But it's truly a remarkable thing. Just me sitting here and looking at it from afar, um, it, it's to me, I, I find it completely fascinating. And I think, at least from what I can tell, from what he's doing for his country, I, I think it's a heroic thing. But I, I know there's a lot of people that disagree with that, even in the Bitcoin space. They see it potentially as something that's, um, you know, that's that's going to hurt them long term. And you know, some of the things that uh, that we've been reading here, and this is coming from Alex Gladstein. He said there's six million Salvadorians, many if not most of them fear a big monetary change. This is partly because of the dollarization, which occurred exactly 20 years ago. It was similarly rushed the exact same way, the top down approach. You know, this is this is the the many reasons. But one was that the last time the government changed the money, the money system was in 2001. It was bad for the lower classes. And this is why a lot of people were, were hating on it. There's a there's a negative impact on El Salvador back then. The process had a striking similarity and suddenness to this year's Bitcoin law. Just 39 days passed between the initial announcement and implementation. At first, one might struggle to see how dollarization could be bad. Why wouldn't a country benefit from moving to a stronger currency? Well, one surprising reason it was painful experience for many was the result of the new exchange rate at 8.75 colonials per dollar. You can kind of see why a lot of El Salvadorians, you know, um, don't feel the same way that a lot of us do here in the state about Bitcoin. I get it. I understand it. Um, you know, I, I can see it, you know, me being Mexican American, I understand the peso and, and the dollar and, and all that and how it fluctuated over time. So I understand it to, 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 to a degree. Um, but, um, I still think it's hope, you know, I still think the Salvadorians have a hope here by downloading the app. There's a lot of complaints today on Twitter where people are saying like, hey, well, we can we, we can receive Bitcoin, but we can't um, we can't exit out of the Chivo app. 
you know, but there's also people saying, well, maybe it's still kind of quirky. You know, all this could be, you know, we have the option to do it. It's just not working. It's kind of buggy. I think there's going to be a lot of trial and error. I think that's just going to be kind of the situation that we're going to see. But ultimately, I think just getting it, you know, off the ground and getting it running in a country is the first step, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, I like to, I like to, I'm an optimistic person. I think fortunately for El Salvador, you know, they're going to be the first ones to try this, you know, Um, and they're, they're going to like it or not, you know, reap the benefits of, of Bitcoin because we know me personally, I know the benefits of having Bitcoin in your life and seeing and holding it for, for years to come and and seeing the, the fruits that it, that it, that it brings to your life. So yeah, I, I feel like, you know, there's some pain that's going to come in the early, in the, you know, the first couple of years, but you know, once, when they hit that three year or the fifth year or the sixth year, or even the seventh year mark, man, that's going to, that's going to look, you know, beautiful for their country. And I, and I think once we get to the middle of the decade, or even we get to 2028, you know, I think by then people are going to be like, gosh, look at El Salvador, look how much they've changed. Like, look at everything that they've been able to create just from Bitcoin. And I think that's when you're really going to see a lot of countries by that time, by 2028, they're just going to either have already shifted to Bitcoin or this is going to be a no brainer at that at that point where they're going to look at El Salvador from 2020. They're going to look at El Salvador in 2028 and they're going to say, yeah, we should have done this alongside of them. But at that point, they're going to be like, it's a no brainer approach. So I think what El Salvador is doing is a, a brilliant thing. I'm optimistic. Yes, they could they could probably do it a little bit better, but I think honestly, with the resources they have and how they're doing everything, like come on, you know they're they're doing the best they can with what they have. I think people need to cut them a little slack. But yeah, I, I really like Alex Gladstein's uh, you know post that he posted here. He went to El Salvador and he talked about Ozante and the founders of Bitcoin Beach. And it's, it's, it's incredible just the, the amount of inspiration that he's kind of shared with um, just with, with Twitter, with Bitcoin Twitter and open-mindedness that he's had and the willingness to share all of his, you know, pictures and his thoughts on it. And yeah, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and play something here. And this is just kind of, you know, mainstream media talking about what this means for, Bitcoin and crypto and financial markets and the the digital dollar and all that jazz stuff that we've heard before, but this is coming from Silver Bank. Silver Bank, if you don't know, is one of the few. Um, well, used to be one of the few, not not so much anymore. Used to be one of the few um, Bitcoin banks uh, in the United States that would uh, actually give you a bank account if you were a, a Bitcoin or crypto company. So take a listen.
y es mi primera vez por estas partes. Eh, ¿de, qué, ¿De qué son las pupusas? ¿De vueltas? Mi favorita. ¿Me das dos, por favor? Dos. Her uh, daughter's a little bit nicer and more friendly than the mom, but it is what it is. ¿Y está grande este mercado? Sí, por allá que hay. ¿Cómo? Ropa, necesito unos chores. Y no me gusta comprarle como de los supermercados grandes. Me gusta ayudar a la gente. Sí. Si no, pues no crece la economía y se quedan solo los ricos con el dinero. Given this news out of El Salvador right now, I do I do want to start there. I mean, we're hearing more and more talk about whether it's Bitcoin in the particular case of that country or whether it's central bank digital currencies that are being looked at at different countries around the world right now. Uh, what do you expect that that landscape to evolve into and what that also means for a bank, a financial institution such as yours? Sure, Morgan. Uh, great to be here again. Thank you for the opportunity. And what you're seeing is just this constant adoption of Bitcoin. Um, we've been seeing it since we first started looking at this space back in 2013. And um, we opened our first account for a Bitcoin-related company in January of 2014, and we just have never looked back. Um, the, Each, each one of these cycles kind of has its own theme. And the, the theme, certainly through the pandemic over the last 18 months or so, has, has been this constant move to digital. And the digital currency market is just really uh, reacting positive to that. You've seen everything from, from the, uh, the institutional adoption, you know, micro strategy, um, now uh, companies such as, El, or excuse me, countries such as El Salvador looking at Bitcoin as legal tender. Um, that's something that the Bitcoin community has been talking about for years. And um, it's, it's great to finally see it happening. Yeah. And I realize that you are involved in and supporting with your infrastructure all of these different pieces of the cryptocurrency puzzle and, and offerings that are out there. But how would you break it down between the Bitcoins, the stable coins like Diem, uh, which I know you're working with as well, versus the possibility of, for example, the central bank, the, the central bank digital currencies that we could see emerge too? Sure. The, um, there is a very distinct difference. Uh, a a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is a permissionless, non-sovereign, distributed store of value. It doesn't have a CEO, doesn't have anybody that controls it. And um, But when you get over to the stablecoin question, stablecoins, um, as you mentioned, uh, S Silvergate is the is the exclusive issuer, will be the exclusive issuer of the DM US dollar-backed stablecoin. And that is by design a permissioned um, and a centralized digital currency that is essentially to maintain a stable value so that it can be used in commerce without the volatility that you see in, in um, decentralized currencies uh, such as Bitcoin. Um, and then uh, to touch on the last part of your question, the, the um, central bank digital currencies would be yet one step further where they would be actually issued 
by a government. And you've probably seen that DM has has actually commented on the fact that 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 they view this and Silvergate does as well as as an evolution towards um, ultimately the potential for central banks to issue their own digital currency. What does this do to the dollar longer term? Because we've seen some of those debates emerge as well. Yeah, that's a that's a really important question. And and this is one of the reasons that I don't believe this is going away is is because, as you know, and as all of your viewers are aware, the U.S. dollar is essentially the reserve currency for the world. And I believe that um, that the U.S. government actually wants to wants to continue to see the U.S. dollar thrive. And as the entire world goes digital, it's a very important question. There are a lot of things to to work out. Um, I know the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Treasury, um, other agencies ha- have been looking at this. Um, we've been involved in in many conversations in, in this regard as well. And, um, you know, many people view it as inevitable. Um, but how that ultimately looks, I think, is um, is still yet to be determined. ¿Cuánto tiempo han estado ustedes aquí? Varios años. Oh my god. I don't know, man. Oaxaca. You guys. You guys might be. I don't know, Salvador, man. Salvador food is something else. So September 7th will officially be etched into the history books. I mean, you won't have to look any further than 2021 to know that, hey, that was the the first day in history, you know, when a country adopted it as legal currency. And what once was a magic internet money <laughs> that started from a cryptographic mailing list, um, is now recognized as a nation state um, lawful monetary good um, being put in the same national status as the dollar. Pretty crazy stuff. It's pretty crazy when you really think of it in that context. Uh, and, and El Salvador's Bitcoin revolution has started. Um, it's pretty nuts. Bitcoin. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. It's still early days. Um, you know, but it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, you know, it, it's it's almost like a domino effect and it's a natural domino effect. And, and it's something that's that I think more and more people are realizing. 
just how transformative the nature of Bitcoin and, and all of its unique properties and, and possibilities and, 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 and everything that it encompasses and, and right that, that it has. And it's the best form of money ever created. And, you know, honestly, I think people will soon realize just how the biggest monetary revolution in history um, was right before their eyes and, and they didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, they blinked and they missed it. Right. But y'all did it. That's for sure. OK, with that, let's get into. That's right. Bitcoin analysis. Bitcoin analysis. Okay, so today in Bitcoin analysis is pretty interesting because we were actually headed towards a, a golden cross um, and everything was looking up and lo and behold, <laughs> just like uh, just like that, um, we saw a, a 20% correction uh, in, in one day, right? Uh, that that's that's how crazy the swing was. Um, I think it got as think it, I think some some exchanges got as low as 44, I want to say. Um, you know, and, and that usually happens fast, ladies and gentlemen. That that happens like in in a second, then it shoots back up because those get those get bought up quick. So even if you had like buy orders, you know, you'd be lucky to buy it at that low. Um so that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are like, it's gonna crash back to 20k. I mean, even if it did. <laughs> Good luck trying to buy at that price. You're lucky. <laughs> so I think a lot of us saw it at 46K. I know I looked earlier, it was at 46. I was like, oh, that's cute. Uh, and now it's it's right it's right around 47. It's like, okay, good. That's that's like okay, whatever. Um, but I I think we're at close to 52.9. We're about to get over 53, and then coordinated crash happen a lot of people think it's it's a coordinated crash here on bitcoin twitter whatever I, I think a lot of people i think there's some people that were trying to make um el salvador look bad today i think that's pretty i think that's pretty accurate you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, manipulation going on when it comes to bitcoin uh on these kind of um what i would call you know singular events right um, and, and these are like important events, you know, in Bitcoin's history. Uh, and I think you'll see more and more of these as more and more countries try to adopt it and, and more and more big singular events happen in, in Bitcoin's history. Uh, you'll see more attacks like this. I think today is like a coordinated attack to try to like get people to dump it. But what you're seeing now is like no one's going to dump their Bitcoin. It's just not going to happen. And and the more and more they print money and the more and more the dollar inflates, people are just not going to dump it at, you know, after a certain price. Right. So like, I, I think that's what, just what you're going to see over and over and over and over happen. Like pe people want Bitcoin at a certain level and the more higher and higher we go, it's just, you're going to see a new threshold 
take place. You know, so once we get to 100K, maybe we just never fall below 75K again because no one's willing to dump their Bitcoin, you know, at the 75K. And then once we get to 200K, no one's willing to dump their Bitcoin at under 150K again, you know, and it just becomes that, you know, stable. And right now it looks like 47K is like the the level where no one wants to dump it. So it that's where I'm saying like it's, it's the, the price of Bitcoin is becoming less and less meaningful the higher we go. And and so at least me personally, when I, when I was at BitBlock, there's a lot of us just talking in sats. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, for example, um, I, I, there was a couple occasions where people would people would say, oh, how much is that? You know, we were, we were hanging out at the lobby. We were drinking some drinks and, you know. You know, I was I was drinking some micheladas. That's my drink choice. And and you know, how much were the micheladas? People would say, "Oh, that's like, you know, twenty thousand sats." You know, and then a lot of us just knew the price of Bitcoin was somewhere around fifty k, right? So, you know, a, a lot of us just have it in our head what the what twenty thousand sats is, right? So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the, the the we're thinking in sats at this point. A lot of us are in the Bitcoin space. And I think you're going to start seeing that happen more, 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 more as time goes on. So what I'm trying to say is start realizing that the, the higher the, this price goes, that you're just going to start realizing that you stop thinking it in fiat terms. At least for me, I've already even stopped thinking in, in, in fiat terms. I mean, I still do to a certain point, but not really anymore. You know, I really only do that conversion whenever I have to go back into into uh, into <laughs> into dollars, right? At this point, um, but yeah, you 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 start seeing that you start seeing that happen. And right now it's at forty seven. Right now uh, we're looking at a trading shot chart here, and he has it going down twenty percent today. He thinks it's just a bleed over personally, and trading shot's pretty accurate about this. Um, no one saw today's correction coming because it's. Clearly, if you look at it, and I'll put this chart in the show notes. If you look at this chart, um, it clearly looks like a manipulated candle. Like this doesn't look, this red candle doesn't, just looks completely out of place. That's why, you know, it's manipulated. Like this doesn't look like it belongs anywhere. Like it should be another green candle here, like going up. Like that's why, that's why, you know, it's manipulated. Like you can tell this is just like some well here, just like dumping Bitcoin for no reason. And and guess what? We're going to pick it all up. <laughs> if that's all you saw on Bitcoin Twitter, it's just like everybody picking up whoever this well was. <laughs> it's like, it's so dumb because we're all going to pick up your, your Bitcoin, bro. Uh, that was really stupid. Anyways, um, that's all I really got here for charts. I mean, trading shop pretty much... Um, He's really good. So I'll put this chart in the show notes, but it really is just, you know, unnecessary volatility today for no reason. Um, And uh, yeah. Okay. With that, let's get into future predictions. speculative 
All right. So today in future predictions, we're doing something a little bit different because we're doing a lot of changes. So right now, I don't know if y'all have been to thrillerx.com before, but thrillerx is literally where we have everything like what we do here. Because um, we have Thriller Premium, which is our podcast publication. We have Thriller Bitcoin, which is our Bitcoin and Lightning publication. And then we have Thriller Lightning, which is our Lightning publication. So we have three different creations, right? Um, and we literally, that's what we're working towards. That's what we're, that's what we're building here at Thriller X Recordings. Like that's what, that's what I do full time now. So what I want to talk about is just really quickly what we're rolling out here. Thriller Lightning has already rolled out. Like we have a new website for it. I want y'all to check it out. It's called thrillerlightning.com. Go check it out. Like we have episodes there. Over time, we hope to turn that into a publication, but right now it's just a podcast. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, we also have Thriller Bitcoin, which is basically our Bitcoin and Lightning publication. That's where you're going to see articles. That's where you're going to see everything that's Bitcoin and Lightning related. That's where we're doing all our articles, our investigative stuff. It's all happening there. And then Thriller Premium, which is what you're listening to right now, is our podcast stuff. So this is kind of changing. We've talked about it here recently, but I wanted to put it in this episode because I felt like it was necessary just in case anybody missed it. So we're moving to a new website. It's going to be thrillerpremium.live. And the reason we're doing .live is because it would have been harder to move it to .com and then everything would have shut down at once and we didn't want to do that. So if you go to thrillerpremium.live, it's not live just yet, but it will be here soon. Um, so <laughs> let me just explain it like this. What we're doing is we're moving away from Substack and we're doing that because Substack is, we just got too big for it at this point. And um, some of the stuff that we want to do is we just can't do it uh, on Substack. It's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's not, it doesn't scale correctly with how we're trying to build everything. And if you kind of look at Thriller Lightning, uh, if you go to that website, you can kind of see what we're trying to do. And that's what we're trying to do with Thriller Premium. Um, and so we want all our properties to kind of look the same and feel the same and, and have that same kind of vibe. So in order to do that, we have to move to a new new platform. And Ghost is that platform. Ghost is, you know, pretty decentralized from what I could tell. At least that's what my Ghost dev tells me. Uh, it's in the Netherlands. Uh, it doesn't track you. doesn't do any of that stuff. And I think you guys are going to like it. It's pretty slick. Go check out thrillerlightning.com. shows you all about it. Okay. With all that being said, we're moving. So in order to move, we have to move all the data, move everything over. So that's going to happen starting today. So as soon as you hear this podcast, that's going to be the last podcast that you're going to hear off of Substack. So what does that mean? So what that means is you're going to have to go to thrillerpremium.live to find us. So what else does that mean? Okay. So, but thrillerpremium.live isn't going to go live until like two weeks from now. But what I'm going to do is, is build it like this week. So later this week, we're going to start building and working on stuff. But at the very least, we're going to have like all our links to like Google Podcasts, to like Apple Podcasts, to Podcasting 2.0, to all that stuff. So at the very least, you can at least like get the links there because ultimately I don't want y'all, I don't want to lose y'all. <laughs> you know, I don't want to lose all the subscribers, like everything that we worked hard on for the past 
you know, five, six years, you know, just to lose y'all like that. So what we're doing is we hope y'all stick around. We hope y'all will move to thrillerpremium.live. That's our hope, you know, but we don't, we don't want to lose any of y'all. So we are hoping that you guys will move to thrillerpremium.live. We hope you don't stick to thrillerpremium.com or st- stick to Substack. If you do, if, if you do happen to just, you know, get this email and that's how you follow us, you won't be receiving your next email. You know, if that's, if that's just something that you do, you're just like, car, I don't care about going to your website. <laughs> I don't care about, you know, not checking out your podcast. I, I, I want it the same way, car. I'm lazy. I get you. You know, for you, I understand because you're a busy guy. You're a busy woman. You want the same thing. And I get it. And this is why I'm doing this too as well. If you're a busy person, which I understand, and I want to make sure everything's easy for you, we are kickstarting back the emails, which are, you know, are going to be the exact same thing like Substack, which are going to be the exact same way, probably way better design because Substack, I just hated their way their emails looked. But all that's going to kick kickstart back here in the next couple of weeks. So it's going to take us like a a week and a half to two weeks for all of our data to import to the new stuff because all the developers at Ghost and, and then our own Ghost developers are going to have to import all the old stuff. All that stuff is going to take time. It's going to take us up to two weeks to do that import. So the emails won't start firing off until two weeks from today, pretty much. So what I'm trying to say is you won't be getting an email if you're signed up to, to, to our emails, which I know a lot of you are, you won't see those until like two weeks from today. But during those, during that two week delay, we're still releasing podcasts. Like this train doesn't stop. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like if you still want to get thriller premium content, which I hope you do, then all you have to do is go to thrillerpremium.live. We will have the Apple podcast. We will have the Google podcast link. We will have the podcasting 2.0 links. We'll have all the links for all of our, you know, um, for all of our links for all of the podcasting apps that you use. They will all be at the site. At the very least, those will be at the site, right? With our cover art and everything. So you'll be able to you'll be able to go through the premium.live, click on the link, and then go directly to whatever podcasting app that you need. Subscribe from there. And then you will be able to keep on listening like you always have. So thrillerpremium.live is where you're going to go after you hear this. So you can keep listening like you always have. And it doesn't require you to do anything else. Do you get that? Let me say it one more time. So thrillerpremium.live is where you go to keep listening to Thriller Premium. And all you have to do is go to that website. You click on your favorite podcasting app. You'll see it there at the front page. You click on it. It opens up your app and then you click subscribe. And then while you're at it, leave a, leave a review, five star preferably. <laughs> and then once you do that, uh, you're automatically subscribed and you're going to get all our podcasts. That way you don't miss any podcasts here in the next two weeks. And then and then those, and then if you're already signed up to email because you signed up via Substack or whatever, those emails will kick in in two weeks. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. If you guys have any questions, just reach out to me, car at thrillerx.com, right? Or car at thrillerpremium.com. Either one will, will hit me, right? So I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Okay. I hope that makes sense. I'm not going to explain it again because then I get to repeating myself.
So that's what's going to happen. You're going to see a two week like nut like basically we don't exist for two weeks. But trust me, we're releasing content. It's just that we're basically releasing content straight to the podcast. And then after those two weeks, Substack is Substack is gone. Like that literally is going to shut down. And then your emails are basically going to be on thrillerpremium.live. And then at that point, we're basically going to forward thrillerpremium.com to go straight to thrillerpremium.live. And then eventually thrillerpremium.com is going to become thrillerpremium.live. So, and then all your, e- all, all the emails, all the people that have signed up via emails, all that's going to be converted to thrillerpremium.live accounts. And then everybody's going to be able to sign in, get access to all the stuff. And then people that have that are, that are donating to, um, and this is the cool thing that we're doing. So we're making something called Thriller Premium Plus. And this is something that I want to do extra because I felt bad that when we, when we, we switched to donation only, I felt bad. Cause I was like, man, all these people are still donating. Like they didn't drop off. Like a couple people did, but a, a lot of people just stayed on and kept donating. And so what I wanted to do with this new site was like, well, let me make something special for people that are still donating. So what I decided to do was make something called Thriller Premium Plus. And basically for all the people that are donating, um, you're basically going to get this cool thing. And it's basically going to be, you know, kind of kind of what I like what I like to call like, I don't know, it's I'm still kind of working out the whole like like design of it and kind of like what it's going to be. But ultimately what I, what I want it to be is kind of like, you're basically like, you're basically going to get like new shows first. You're going to get like exclusive shows, which is like, you're going to get our birth Bitcoin death. Like you're going to get that show exclusively to you because you're a premium plus, you know, donate donator or whatever. And then you're also going to get like exclusive shows as well. So like, because that the one thing about me is like, I like to release new shows, but then I like to kill them really fast. <laughs> right. And a lot of y'all know this because you've been subscribed for, for years. You know, I like to make new shows, but then, you know, like if I don't like them within the first five episodes or even sometimes 10 episodes, I'll kill the show. Um, and that's why sometimes I'll make like 10 episodes or even like five or two or three of them. And then people will be like, "Car, what happened to that episode?" And I'll be like, "Or that show?" And I'll be like, "I didn't like it. It didn't. It didn't work out, you know." And so what I'm going to start doing is instead of like releasing it to everybody and then pissing everybody off because some people liked it and some people did it, I'm just going to release it to the Premium Plus users first and then see what they say. And if they like it, then I know okay, this show could probably go to everybody. And then also too, there's a lot of people that want to that want to come on Thriller Premium, but instead of like releasing Thriller Pre- instead of releasing these new shows to like everybody first, we should we should let we should let them come on Thriller Premium Plus first and like let the let the plus listen listeners tell us if they like them or not and then they can kind of gauge better because these are the ones that actually like know us best because they donate to us and they just know us better and those are people that are all subscribed to our Telegram you know, and they just know me personally better and they just know what we do better as a brand and as, as a as a media company. And I feel like, you know, those people know me best and and they'll just tell me like, car that I didn't like that about what you did. You know, they make me better, basically. And I feel like if we, we release shows on there first, they'll be they'll be able to tell me like, hey, that show's really good or we could do this better. We could do that better. So 
We're going to start doing that. We're going to start releasing new shows on Premium Plus. Give them a go there, kind of like what Amazon does, where they release new shows, but they release five shows first there. And then if, if everybody likes them there, then they, re then they release it on actual Thriller Premium. So I think we're going to start doing that. Um, and this way we can kind of see if everybody likes it. And then if everybody likes it first on there, then we can release it to everybody else. And then that way we don't race, we don't waste every, we don't piss everybody else off because <laughs> I had noticed that too. Um, and then another thing too is on premium plus, we're going to do some more exclusives. Like eventually we're going to, it's going to lead to us having a merch store. So Thriller as a brand is becoming a thing, right? Uh, I can feel it. I know some of you have already asked about Thriller, you know, branded like clothes and stuff. And I'm, I'm working on it, but, um, when we do that, I want to make sure like our plus members get a discount because those are the people that have been with us the longest. Like I'm talking like three years, four years, like some of our plus members, like, you know, they've just been holding us down. So I got to get back to them, like, you know, and so we're going to have to make sure that we give them an exclusive discount. So I think for all the plus members, whoever, who, 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 whoever is, is one is going to have to get a discount whenever we do release a merch store and that's just going to be anytime they want to buy merch they get a they get a big discount on merch just because like yeah like they've just been with us the longest they deserve it and so i just feel strongly about that um and then y'all know that i'm doing exclusive stuff with like austin bitcoin club and that's been taking a lot of my time lately here in austin so we're doing a lot of cool stuff with that here in town and that's separate from what i do with thriller by the way um, that's not anything to do with Thriller, but that's separate. But I'm going to try to incorporate something else, you know, that we can do for some of the plus members. Um, you know, even if it is like fly them out to like an Austin Bitcoin club, you know, you know, event or something like that. Like I'm going to try to do something like, but that's like maybe next year. So be on the lookout for stuff like that. I'm going to try to figure all that stuff out. But I think first let's get the shows on plus let's get like you know let's get shows on there exclusive shows let's get exclusive like new shows on there let's do little small things like that first and then next thing let's do merch and then next year let's try to do like giveaways where we fly people to austin <laughs> let's like do a raffle where like whoever's a plus member gets flight out to austin hotel stay and like you know i don't know hang out with us, you know, for a couple days, you know, I think that'll be cool. I, I don't know. I just want to get back and make sure that we're doing cool stuff like that. And, uh, I think if you came to an Austin Bitcoin club event, you would be like, man, that is so rad. Cause you would meet Kyle, you'd meet everybody like Keon, you meet a lot of Austin Bitcoiners and you'd be like, man, this is so much fun. And then you would really understand like what we're building here in Austin and why like Austin is like the Bitcoin Mecca anyways. But Ultimately, we want to do that for the plus members. So if you're somebody who's subscribed to, um, you know, who's paying, you know, uh, or who's donating, I should say, then you're going to be in that. And then um, the only thing that we're doing is we're upping the price of it. So I think right now it's like $7 and then it's like $70. But right now we're, we're going to up it to $10 a month and then we're going to do the yearly to 100. And the reason for that is just inflation, guys like inflation is really bad. <laughs> like we've been talking about it. And, and I think we're just going to be providing so much more value now because of this, of 
what we're doing on premium. So yeah, three more dollars. And then, but honestly though, the cool thing about that is three more dollars a month. If you do month to month, three more dollars. But if you do yearly, it's a hundred bucks. And then it's, you, so you save $20. And then if you do Bitcoin, which I don't recommend, then it's uh, $75. So you actually save like 37.5%. So instead of paying 100, instead of paying $120 fiat, you actually pay $75 Bitcoin or Lightning. So I'm trying to do like everything the right way. But um, if you pay fiat, you're going to pay more. Anyways, yeah, I think that's all I got. I hope I explained all that right. If you have any questions, carthrillerx.com. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to build a sustainable model. Ultimately, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep us flush you know and i think if we do this this will keep us flush and we'll be able to um do more giveaways and stuff like that okay Yeah, so we've just been like crazy busy with everything here in Austin. Um, like I've been a bit crazy busy with Austin Bitcoin Club, with Bitblock Boom, um, Thriller Lightning <laughs> launching that show, um, Thriller Premium launching that site, Thriller Bitcoin. Like I'm definitely spreading myself thin here, but um, I can't wait to get this up. Like once we get Thriller Premium up, once we get that settled, I feel like at that point, then I'm just like, I can get back to just creating like we used to on a regular schedule. And then everything is just already platformed out. And what I mean by that is everything is just kind of already, you know, kind of all these platforms are set. And then it's just a matter of just like sliding in all the creations, right? Just like, boom, make this, make this, and then distributing out. So yeah, I'm looking forward to once we're done creating these platforms, and then it's just about creating content and making sure that you guys are satisfied and then tweaking making it better yeah so thank you everybody who's been helping out sending in encouragement and all that kind of stuff i really appreciate you and honestly if it wasn't for it wasn't for y'all none of this would be occurring so thank you so much bye everyone see you in the world see you next time